We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger. Ready to move up. On my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right. Welcome in to another episode of the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. Episode 26 here in Season 3. Got a myriad of things to pop up and talk about in the NBA. I forgot about a couple before we came into this, so I was like, I got to throw those in there. Some (laughs) historic things happened, but... Pretty just, historic, yeah. By the time we end up recording and this episode goes out, it's been almost a week. But, I mean, yeah. still got to talk about it nonetheless. Uh, got some WNBA-affiliated things. We're not specifically talking WNBA, but it's AU season, Athletes Unlimited. And I got to go out there and visit on Sunday. And I'll be back, hopefully, again on Saturday for some more AU hoops. And we'll Heck be talking yeah. about that. Heck BJ's yeah. best, what's on Drew's mind in that that game of with it, quit it. We'll be playing there at the end. Of course, uh, that is what is on tap today. As soon as that guy over there tells us he's ready to go in that Mavericks hat. I am ready, and that's why we're going to start things off with the Dallas Mavericks. I, I planned accordingly, Drew. we got to talk some about the Mavs struggles that we've seen the past couple weeks. We do need to talk about the Mavs and and that's how we'll start it off, as BJ said. Mavs are struggling now in in the early stages of the Luka Kyrie tandem. Uh, only one win of this duo, mm-hmm. one and four. Yeah, uh, they've all been close games, though. BJ, granted, you know they're all losses. I mean, but it's you know kind of the struggle of how do you go about the end of games, and you know they've been trying to include Kyrie in it, and I mean. You know, he got a good look recently in their last game, but it was seemed like almost like a forced look in a way and, and not, you know, the best look. So that's that's probably part of their struggles here. And it's just finishing these games here. Mavs have had those problems, you know, interior defense is just not something that they have at their disposal mm-hmm. this year. Uh, need to start looking at guys that are out there that can protect the rim. I don't know why we're not giving Dwight Howard a little bit of a call. I mean, he's not the Dwight Howard of old, but he just did that job three years ago with the Lakers yeah. and helped them get their championship. And, you know, yeah. he's still balling. I mean, he's not in this league. He's in Taiwan, but he's still in shape. He is still playing the game and he wants to be back in this league. And I mean, I'm sure it's not going to cost too much to get Dwight. And, you know, I've seen the MFFLs on Twitter, you know, uh, claiming for Nerlens Noel. Well, I mean, give Noel another shot, I guess. If, if you don't give Dwight a call, you don't have a whole lot of options. You don't want to try Serge Ibaka. I mean, that's probably the worst option of the three. Mm-hmm. It's not even a, a center, which you need as opposed to the power forward. I mean, you could slide Ibaka down, but, you know, we need some true centers that protect the rim. Yeah. Um, so... You know, these these struggles for the Mavs, they can't last forever, right, BJ? 
Well, it's it's you you would think that that would be the case. You would think that they're not going to struggle forever. But you harped on a really good point. It's not just interior defense, Drew, that is the problem. It's the defense in general. You know, what made the Mavericks so good last season, what helped propel them on their run to the Western Finals, was they put that emphasis on a defense. They brought in Spencer Dinwiddie, and they started playing better basketball defensively, and that's what helped them in a lot of these close games to, to win them. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that Dinwiddie is Kyrie Irving. It, he's certainly not, and – you know, it's a, an improvement of sorts, but it's also a downgrade. You're losing a bit of defense, but you're getting more offense. In all four of the losses, Drew, that, you know, the Mavs have suffered under Kyrie when, when Kyrie and Luka played together, mm-hmm. all four, they have been, both teams have been over the 110 mark, or well, I should say, well, the 108 mark was was a low point on Sunday in, in that game against the Lakers, but a 27-point lead, you should not be losing a game when you lead by 27 points. That They're the only team that has done that this year. A yep. game against Indiana that you feel like you had a good shot to win, you didn't get the, the right look there, and, and that didn't fall. This, the game against Minnesota, you lose that by three. You had a big comeback yourself in that game before the break, but they trap Luka, they trap Kyrie, they don't even get a shot off. There's no, nobody gets the, that's the, what's most frustrating about that game is that, you know, you had a chance to send it into overtime, but you didn't even get a look off. You didn't get to shoot. And then Sacramento, they won uh, one out of the two uh, the night before and, and they lose this one in overtime. It's tough to win back to back. That one's, you know, in my mind, the, the one that's the, you know, not not the one that I'm going to harp on, certainly. But, right. you know, you feel like the three games coming out of the All-Star break, you had a really good chance to go 3-0, and and here you are sitting at 1-2 and with, you know, two losses by a combined five points and a blowout over a San Antonio team that outside of playing on their home court has just not really been able to to keep it close with anybody here so far this year. It's I, I, I think that this is going to, you know, they're, it's just trying to mesh together the chemistry and say, you know, instead of saying you need to force a look, we need to, you know, we need to come up with a strategy where somebody's going to have a look. Somebody's going to have to step up, even if that's not a Kyrie or a Luka, because that's where a lot of the attention is going to go in, clutch, in crunch mm-hmm. time. Um, and until they get that figured out where they're going to have, you know, the ability to do such a thing and and be able to to make good in these crunch time opportunities i mean they've they've got a game tonight against the sixers and i i don't even see this one really being a a close game going getting down to crunch time the way their interior defense has been i I think the sixers are going to just capitalize big 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 inside joel Embiid, he might be going for 70 tonight yeah we certainly hope not we hope yeah mavericks should be three and probably but yeah mavericks should be post uh three and oh post all-star break i mean especially these you know these last two were pretty ugly and you know we talked about the 27 point comeback and uh should have beat the pacers you know um there's been a lot of negativity and rightfully so being pointed toward jason kidd like what is what has kid been doing as a coach and you know they also can't seem to figure out the rotations um with this trade mm-hmm. and and how they want to do things and you know it it's i haven't gotten to see these last few games you know you just hear when, when you see your team is up by so many points it you sometimes you just click away because you know how it's supposed to end 
you know? Uh, And in the Pacers situation, I just wasn't available. But um, what is the issue with this team besides the defense? Seems like we're all pointing now to Kit. And the question is, is will Jason Kidd stay this team's coach for the foreseeable future? Because it doesn't seem like it may be happening um, because Mavericks, I mean, and this, this is super early. I mean, we're just a few games in it. Yeah, this, this, is, this is, it's, this is it's bad. Two. It's this a bad sign. Two. Yeah. But I mean, talking about, you know, just the trend for the Mavericks over the years had, a bumpier first half of the season, then post All Star break, they do really well. Turn it on, usually. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it is early, but this is just kind of showing. Like, is this showing what's to come with this team? Like, will we be able to figure it out? I mean, we've got you know three game. Uh, well, I mean now it's what is this? It's six straight games. Uh, so I mean we got three more games in this homestand. Uh, to try and make something shake, all against teams that are you know, more than likely playoff bound, um, at least right now. Yeah. And you, you just got to figure something out here. I mean, you it, could, you should have – the wins that you should have came away with, now you're going to look at this like, you know, what, what could have been. Yeah, and, and do or die with these in a certain way because if you just – if you come out of the break, uh, you know, losing these next three as well. I mean, it's just – what do you do here with that duo being one in seven to start things off? Like the only well, thing we can hope for tonight is that Joel B doesn't actually play. Cause KD well, came I, back I, for the Suns, and yeah. you know, we're back at home and all that. But I mean, what is this going to look like here when, when we have to deal with this? I mean, well, we're going to be I, busy I, doubling KD and then Deandre Aiden's going to be wide open for some dunks. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think that um, there's any reason to expect that Embiid won't play tonight. Um, I, I think this is going to be the ultimate test. This is the kind of games last season that the Mavs weren't expecting to win. And then they'd go out there and they'd pull off an upset. And, and part of, you yeah. know, how they got that mindset of we can play and we can win against anybody. They don't have that right now. You know, I don't know if, if this is just something, I mean, we, we've heard a lot of, of talk from Jason Kidd about, you know, the team needs to grow up. Well, you know, I mean, I think he does to a certain then as well I, I think that this is kind of a you know a prove it kind of stretch here if if the Mavs can at least get you know a win or two instead of going 0-3 I, I'd feel a lot better yeah. going through after you know if we come back next week and and you know the Mavs are 0-3 in this stretch I, I think that there might be some realistic changes that you know they 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 won't I don't think they're going to fire kid after the season I think what's more likely is there's going to be some changes to his staff and and then you know, we'll see from there. But, um, you know, I mean, you're talking about Jason Kidd, who's, I think, last season equaled his best performance as a coach getting to the to the conference finals. I don't think he'd, he'd ever had a team that got further than that uh, when he was out there in the Eastern Conference with, uh, you know, Milwaukee and, and Brooklyn and everything like that. So I, I think that this is kind of, you know, I, he wants the team to grow up. I, I think that that is – something that needs to happen, but I think he does as well as a coach and, yeah. you know, hopefully getting Maxi Kleba back is, is going to help out a little bit in the interior. Not, not I mean, yeah, well, considering, bit. considering that Luka Doncic had to guard Anthony Davis in the fourth quarter 
uh, on Sunday. I, I'd rather have Maxi Kleba against somebody like Anthony Davis. Fair it's, enough. It's, a, it's a little bit better. It's not that much better, but it's a little bit better from a size perspective, especially if he can play tall and taller than he actually is. Um, right. So I, I think that that's, you know, that's going to be what is needed for right now, but how well it's going to work out. We're just going to have to wait and see. The duo of Doncic and Irving BJ averaging 55.4 points per game. That make them the second highest scoring duo in the league right now. Yeah. Just it, imagine yeah. if they figure it out and win these close game situations. Yeah, and and that's the thing is that I mean I think we are to a certain extent it is a little concerning, but that's exactly what you just said is why I don't think we should be as worried. These aren't blo- getting blown out. These are close games. Yes, the twenty-seven point lead really really freaking stinks. It really hurts to blow yeah. that game, but it's not like you were getting blown out by twenty-seven and never put up a fight. The All Indiana right. game, the Minnesota game. I mean, Minnesota's a, a playoff team at the moment. You know, you've got Sacramento in overtime. That was a playoff team at the moment. The Lakers are, you know, I mean, we'll talk more about them here in just a second, but they're not certainly not out of it. I mean, they've been playing better since the All-Star break, and that, you know, could have been something that if that gives them momentum to go on a run to the play-in tournament, then, you know, I mean, that's just because of what they were able to do at the deadline. And uh, you mentioned the Lakers, so we might as well get that transition in right now. Yeah. Uh, Lakers, LeBron James, uh, going to have a – he's got a foot tendon injury to be mm-hmm. reevaluated in three weeks. Yeah, so, I've got the clip right here. It was Sunday against the Mavericks when uh, James was driving for a basket and fell down and landed on it. And you can you can see he says it popped. I, I felt it pop. LeBron, nice cut and fake. And that's going to be a foul. And LeBron James is holding his right lower foot area. That's not good news for the Lakers. Lakers will not be able to withstand any kind of prolonged absence by LeBron James. That's an easy one. But like I've seen him do so many times, Doris, when he turns his ankle, he'll tie up his shoe and be able to finish the game. Put the cape on. Yeah. For 20 years. Back, another look at it. He back cuts, tries to get Powell off his feet, decides to put it on the deck. It happened on the plant. Oh, he didn't want to put weight on that right foot. Yeah. So he makes the move. There's the plant. Oh, see, see that ankle. Yeah. Just sort of lean in a little bit. But watch him when he lands. He did not want to come down on that right foot. There was an inadvertent whistle on the play. There was no foul. He's holding that right yeah. foot up, so so he's not planting on it. We were talking about LeBron James with Darvin Ham prior to the game tonight. And he talked about the incredible way that he maintains his body through the years. And So you can see he, he he's a gamer. He played through it. But you see him at the end of the game in the tunnel. He was he was had a, a bit of a limp and 
like you said, he's going to be reevaluated in three weeks, Drew. Yeah, I think he might have helped this case if he had just gone in right then. Yeah. And uh, might not be as serious, or you might have might, might not have had to wait as long to get reevaluated again mm-hmm. had he just gone ahead and gone back to the locker room. But, yeah. you know, stubborn, you want to play? I mean, you got to play through it. I mean, <laughs> you don't know how LeBron. serious it is. That's yeah. LeBron for you. For sure. But uh, Lakers about to be without him for a while, BJ. I mean, yeah. uh, at least, you know, close to a month. You know, that's depending on where the reevaluation is at in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a big win last night against yeah. OKC. Good game from Dennis Schroeder. Can they continue winning without LeBron? They've got some games that seem winnable. They'll see the Rockets in this journey. They'll yeah. see the Grizzlies, though, as well, and then some other daunting tasks. And uh, you know, how, how do you say, think I... the Lakers will fare? Do you think they'll uh, – be about where they are once LeBron returns or in the play in at least. So here's the schedule. Here's how it looks going forward. They've got the Timberwolves coming to town tomorrow. They've got Golden State on Sunday. They've got the Grizzlies in town on Tuesday. Then they host the Raptors. Then they host the Knicks. Then they're at the Pelicans before they get that mentioned game that you said they're at the Rockets. Then they get the Mavericks coming to town. Um, which I mean, we'll, we'll know more in mid March about, um, you know, how that's looking the magic at home, the sun's at home, the thunder at home would be, this would be around where that three week mark where he'd be reevaluated. Uh, and then you get the back-to-back games against the bulls who, you know, already kind of Patrick Beverly said, this is where we're going to knock the, the Lakers out of the playoffs. He's already kind of predicting that that, that two game stretch there on the 26th and the 29th is where the Lakers will be officially knocked out of postseason contention. I don't know if he's a soothsayer drew, but this is a really tough schedule going forward these next three weeks that they really could use LeBron James for. It's very possible. I'm not, I'm not in the record of predicting records or anything like that. I'm not in the business of that, but I mean, you're looking at, you know, drew worst case, I think here in the next 10 worst case two and eight. And that certainly is not going to be where they need to be in terms of, you know, wanting to get to that play-in tournament. I think you're looking at maybe, you know, depending upon where where things are with Toronto, maybe you can steal a game in New Orleans or possibly get Golden State on an off night. You know, if, if you can get through that span and, and get stay about 5-5-ish five and five if, ish or so, if you can stay around 500, you've still got a good chance of being uh, in consideration when LeBron James would return. I don't know if they get, if they get more than four or five in, in that span, that is just a brutal stretch of games coming up. And not too bad when you, when you consider some things that, um, you know, the Warriors are bad on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this, this stretch for the Lakers, I mean, they got a bunch of home games, five more, you know, these are yeah. all at home, so they don't have to worry about travel or anything. So, yeah. Um, and none of these are Hold on. None of these are back to backs, so they don't have to yeah. worry about any of that. Yeah. So I think they can they can sneak some and you know you have to evaluate some of these other teams and how they are on the road. Um, the, the next time they have a back to back is actually on the road when they go to New Orleans and Houston on back to back nights. Now if they can steal that first one in New Orleans, you'd feel really good about them getting two wins in that back to back, which would be huge. But, right. 
I mean, no, nothing's a guarantee in the league these days. Yeah, I think they get at least one of those. I think it's not too bad. Maybe maybe Mavericks get their revenge when they come to town. Maybe not. Uh, they could definitely beat the Magic. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can catch the Suns on an off night. No, uh, you, I don't you think can, you, can, you can get the Thunder, and you could at least split the Bulls right there. But it just depends on where both teams are I mean, at. You know, at that point though, Drew, when you when you say split with the Bulls, you've got six games left in the regular season after that yeah. Bulls series. Is that going to yeah. be enough? Are you going to be in position at that point where those last six games were? You don't have to go six and zero oh just to get into the postseason. I don't. I don't know. What the Lakers need is a stretch from Anthony Davis, like he gave earlier in the season. Yeah. And maybe they can get through this with uh, above 500 and put themselves in the plan. I mean, you're talking, Drew, right now, the Lakers are one game out. They're 11th place in the West right now. If they, they stay right around there, there's going to be some shuffling. Portland, certainly not out of it. They're just a half game back. Oklahoma City's a game and a half back, but having lost to the to the Lakers the, last night was – kind of their missed opportunity, if you will. Um, you know, it, it's really going to be tough to see them gaining a whole lot of ground, even though just from the loss column alone, right now they're only four back of Phoenix. But again, Phoenix has now gotten all the pieces together for the first time, and you don't feel like that's going to be a number that's going to get closer for, for the Lakers. You feel like that may be something that drifts a little bit further back. We shall see. Could have some good play from L.A. coming up. Who knows? Uh, speaking of good play, Damian Lillard had a good night mm-hmm. not too long ago. And uh, the NBA was a little bit of suspicious. So they had Damian Lillard submit to a drug test. <laughs> Damian was like, well, it's, it's not like Damian Lillard hasn't done stuff like this before, though. Yeah, but, this is I mean, normal. Exactly. But... You know, I guess I can understand their point of view because Drew, you know, Lillard has the sec had the second most made three pointers in a game in NBA history. He's the eighth player all time to score seventy or more in a single game, and he's the only one that's done it with has a game that is seventy or more points, five or more boards, five and five or more assists, and ten plus three pointers made in a single game. It was just an incredible night. Want to showcase what he did if you missed it the other night. Very accessible all the time. The fans had a great time taking pictures with various individuals. Here's Dame out way outside. Grant with it. Out on top to Little. Over it comes to Dane. Elevates for three. That's a deep one, and he reeled it in. Oh, man. Garfield High School in Seattle. Dame double team spins between defenders into the lane. He motors right to the rack and laid it up and in. And this is what he has been doing particularly well, getting to the line. Recovered by Little. Eason will give Dame to Christopher, and Christopher on his heels as Dame sees that and goes to work. Trying to power up on a tip jam was Martin Jr. Couldn't quite secure it. Blazers the other way on the reverberation. It's Dame into the lane. Spinning on a reverse up and in, tucked it in beautifully. He's got 27 tonight. Now he's got to finish the job, though. <laughs> Reddish to Watford. Lillard sets his feet, leans back a three. Got it, Damian Lillard. Seven threes on the night and ten attempts. He has 36. Shingoon on the attack. Missed that one. 
right at the rim. Reddish the other way. Dame, a deep one. Buried it. Damian Lillard from long range. Way out in the deep water. With experience and you learn like, no, things are very different when he's out there. Dame streaks to the cup and scores on the scoop. Dame pops out, comes off the screen, shooting for three, drilled it. Windmilling his arms, blazers by 10, a burst into the lane, flushed him with a right hand. Damian Lillard right down the boulevard with a right hand jam and the foul. Give it up to get it back, pinned down from Trendon. Comes off the screen, Tate with him, sets his feet, leans back for three, got it! Damian Lillard, a career high. The three-pointer for Lillard is 12th of the night. 64 points for Damian Lillard in 35 minutes, and the crowd is on their feet. Gives it back to Grant. Dame will sprint out on the sideline to get the rock. High dribble into the lane, running right-hander up and in. Damian Lillard with that runner. 71 points, a career high. You know what my favorite stat from that game was, Drew? What's that? Lillard? was 13 of 22 from behind the three-point line. The Rockets as a team were 7 of 26. Mm. He, he, on his own, outdid the Houston Rockets Goodness. from deep on, on uh, Sunday night. They were 27% from downtown. He was whatever 13 of 22 is mathematically. Rockets stink. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's been a bad year for, mm. for Houston, but that, that was just an impressive performance from Dame time. Atrocious, atrocious. Shout out to Damian Lillard for being such an Uber. And I saw a, some stat that like Lillard had like the third most sixty-plus point games behind like Kobe and somebody else. I know it's been days now. Yeah, he's, I, he's, I think he's is. second with or passing like Michael Jordan, yeah, and the like only person left behind is Wilt Chamberlain now. Yeah, this is yeah that man's crazy. Um, also, BJ, before we get on to BJ's best, I uh, just wanted to see if you knew what was going on with John Morant. I mean, I've heard a lot of things going on with John Morant. And Fighting some, some 17-year-olds, some bringing nine are... guys up to the mall and being like, hey, where's the guy from Foot Locker? Yeah, Tell him I where mean, he first, first, he's fine in the West. Now he's fine as long as you're under the age of 18 to fight. I don't, I don't yeah, know. He's fine in the mall, I guess. I don't know. That's, but that's I, I did see I did see something that uh, seems to say that uh, Morant felt that he was being threatened, or he and his family were being threatened. So oh, yeah. I don't I don't know if there's, you know, I don't know what's going to come out of it. That's what he at least the told the police. Is he's, he's still in the mix with stuff like just why? Is, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I heard I, I somebody. Know. I heard the kid threw something at his face. I think it hit him in yeah. the face. And then Jaw retaliated. So something like that. Yeah. Jaw just I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, it's 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 crazy because there's been, you know, the Grizz have been so good this year, but John Morant seems to be in the news every other week and not for what he's doing on the court, unfortunately. Yeah. So And now time for PJ's best. All right. Well, thank you kindly, Drew. Oh. Uh, well, I was going to say, you remember just a couple weeks ago, we celebrated 
the greatness of LeBron James passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the uh, NBA's all-time scoring leader. This was back uh, almost a month ago now, Drew. He was number one. Yeah, he's number one now. Uh, The record he broke of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's lasted almost 40 years when uh, before LeBron James uh, broke his record back on February the 8th. Well, another record, this is not the NBA, but another record that has stood just as long, if not maybe even longer, Drew. This is, we're actually talking about a 50-plus-year-old record could be broken later on tonight. Really? I don't know if, if you've heard about this. Which one? The all-time leading scorer in college basketball history. Oh. Yeah, Pistol Pete Maravich. Yep, men's basketball. Pistol Pete Maravich of LSU holds the record for the most career points by any college player of all time. But, Drew, Antoine Davis of Detroit Mercy is 26 points away, which is less... Are you aware of of where Detroit Mercy from what the is Horizon? that? That's a it's a school in the Horizon Conference. Never heard of it. All right, well, I'll tell you about it. I, I continue. Yeah. The Detroit Mercy Titans. Uh-huh. Uh, he's actually coached by his dad on this team. Uh, Antoine Davis. Uh, his dad is Mike Davis, and and Detroit is the the school he coaches at. They are going to play a second-round game tonight against Youngstown State in the quarterfinals of the Horizon League Championship. In fact, that game is supposed to tip off at 8 o'clock Eastern. Antoine Davis is 26 points away from the most career points in Division I basketball history. Uh, Maravich's uh, record is 36-67. Antoine Davis can pass that with 26 points tonight. Uh in in his career, Drew Antoine Davis's average points per game has not dipped below twenty four in any career season, and his average against Youngstown State this season has been twenty three and a half points per game. So he could, in theory, get there tonight. Um, you know he'll be going for it for sure. Oh, absolutely! He had just the other night in their uh, first round win over Purdue Fort Wayne he had 38 his last few games you go back his last five he's had 38 34 27 31 and 30 so all five of those games he's been above that number he needed um what allowed him to do this Drew because you know Pete Maravich only played three seasons at LSU and and was averaging you know 30 some odd shots per game easily every time out um and, and, you know, average 44 points per game while he was at LSU. Oh. Uh, but Antoine Davis, this is not just his fourth year. This is his fifth year I figured, at I Detroit figured. Mercy because of the COVID year. So he, he's gotten that extra year and, mm. and was able to come back. And um, so he's, he's got a really good shot at the record. But, Drew, this, is, this could potentially be his last career game. If, if he does not get a win tonight, their season will come to an end because they are currently sitting under 500 on the year. Detroit Mercy's record is 14 and 18 and they're in the quarterfinals of the horizon league championship. They basically have to win the championship in order to play in the NCAA tournament next 
couple weeks away. Uh, and uh, that's something that he wanted more than just the record. He, he says he'd rather play in the NCAA tournament than break the record. Um, he says, oh, uh, quote, I'd pick my team in the NCAA tournament over the record. That's something I've always wanted to be a part of, to be in the NCAA tournament. When my dad was at Texas Southern from 2012 to 2018, they ran that conference, which is the SWAC, and they always went to the NCAA tournament, and I always got to go with them. I experienced it from a spectator standpoint. I really want to be a part of something like that. If I had to choose between the two, I would definitely choose doing it with this team that we have and going to the tournament instead of just breaking the scoring record. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I, th- <laughs> I think it's really insane. <laughs> I really think it's crazy because, yeah. you know, this record has stood for 50 plus years, Drew. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's just like what we, you know, said about Kareem's record. We didn't think that anybody was going to come close to catching up to Pistol Pete Maravich and, He's got a shot and he's got a really good shot. Like I said, you know, he's, he's averaged more in his last five than what he needs to break the record tonight. He's going to be trying. And plus he's going to be trying to get a win because if he doesn't, their season will come to an end because they're under 500. I don't, I don't think they're going to be playing any more basketball upon their next loss this year. This is legitimately the only chance for it to ever be broken is. Yeah. I I don't think anybody else is going to come close. So no, because we're not going to get, probably not going to get another COVID year to help people out. Let's hope. Let's hope. And anybody, we didn't think we were going to get the first COVID year. And everybody who's, you know, hooping out there, if you're averaging over 25 points or 24, 25 points a game, multiple years in college, you're probably going to the NBA after your first couple of years. So you don't get to play all four years. Uh, if, you, uh, if you come in and, and average 26 in your first year, you probably go after year one these days. But he yeah. he was in his freshman year, 26 points per game in 2018. In 2019, 24.3. 2020, 2021 season was 24 straight up, which was the COVID year. Last season, 21-22, he averaged just a tenth of a point off of 24. So he had three straight seasons, Drew, where he was at above 24 points per game. And then to top it off, last ditch effort to get there to try to break the record. He is averaging twenty eight point four points per game this season. So, PJ, if you're the coach, are you game planning to stop him tonight to make sure he doesn't get that record? No, you have, I to, don't. you have to stop him anyway. He's probably he's probably the best player. I, I was gonna say when 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 you talk about you know he he's gonna he's gonna get some good looks. I don't think you can really plan to contain. But he, the thing about it is, is that he shoots a lot from downtown. You you talk about P- Pistol Pete never had the three point line. Antoine Davis, he's a career, you know, oh. three point shooter. He's he's over thirty eight. Uh, well, let's see, thirty eight percent his first year. He's just under forty two this season. Drew, um, he was a thirty eight percent shooter last season. Thirty seven point two in the COVID year, and thirty two point four was his lowest three point shooting percentage uh back in 2019 but he um you know i mean he he's gonna shoot a lot from downtown even better question if if their team is getting blown out like they just they can't compete in this game tonight or they they do for a little bit then they end up getting blown out by like halfway through the second quarter uh does he stay in the game and keep jacking up shots to try and get the record yes yeah for sure i I think i mean yeah what if he has an awful shooting like let's just say like up until like he, right when it becomes a blowout, he's shooting like two for eleven tonight. He he's gonna keep driving. He's gonna keep trying to find <laughs> points. I think he's gonna play the entire yeah. game because even oh, if they're man. getting blown out, Drew, what what he's is he gonna 
what, right, what like he be? doesn't have a tournament left. Like, what does it even matter? I'll play all 40 minutes tonight to get 26. Exactly. Like, this could be his last. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't is, win this game, Drew, this is, this is it. This is going to be yeah. the last time he steps out on a college court. And so I can't imagine that he's, he, even if he's having an off night shooting, that he's he's going to, you know, get out probably, there and, and that's not That's probably all play. I would do. Like, I don't need to re. I'm not rebounding. I'm not assisting. Yeah. Um, I'm not playing a whole lot of defense. Give me the ball. I'm shooting. <laughs> Yeah. I need 26 tonight, boys. This is my last game. 26 ah. the magic number. Uh, and if y'all so, hoop too, we may not have to get me so many shots because we can play again. And, you know, Youngstown State is 23-8 and eight on the season. They're the number one seed in the Horizon mm. League tournament. Uh, they're pretty much the expected team, at least, from the Horizon uh, before anything happens, you know, with upsets, what, what you normally see in the conference tournaments. They're the team that's kind of expected to to go to the big dance. So, so maybe there's a little bit of a, you know, like, you know, you haven't played in a little bit. You're, you're, you know, got a lot of expectation, a lot of pressure to get to that, you know, big dance. Maybe you come out and, and you know, Detroit Mercy's the one that Stop shows it. no mercy or whatever. Stop it. There's the <laughs> number one seed in that, in that. In that conference, it's not about the fumble it's, against Mercy. It's not not like a number one seed in the conference hasn't lost in the quarterfinals before. I know. Or anything like that. So. Not tonight. Not tonight. But you can have the record, but you cannot have this game. <laughs> you can't have the win, but you can have the record. You got to choose one or the other. So, yeah. But, you know, if, if he doesn't get the record, but they win, I think he'll be okay with that. I just think that. I mean, because he gets another chance to get the record. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, he's so. really close. I don't think that it's going to. I don't know if it's going to stand past tonight. So I wonder, keep an eye on how long do they focus on winning the game as opposed to getting him to 26? Like, do you start off trying to win the game and like really compete? And like you're, until you're it play, get, when it gets away from you, then you let, yeah, you're, start you're, letting playing, him you're playing the first 30 minutes, win or go home. And if Probably, it's a blowout yeah. at that point, then it's force feed Antoine Davis till he gets the record. Pretty much. And then, you know, he'll, once he gets the record, you can check him out. He can get the standing yeah. ovation. And, and you know, I don't think they're going to do a ceremony because it's not a home game or anything like that. It's a uh, neutral site. It's a tournament atmosphere. But it should be recognized. It should they'll be recognized. They'll hold a special one for him. Yeah. It's not going to hit the same, but he, he'll get it. He'll get it if he yeah, gets it. This, this is something that is, is, you know, really close to happening. So it's something to keep an eye on the game. Tonight is going to be an 8 p.m. start time mm. Eastern on ESPN Plus. Late so, night hoops. Yeah. I might have to turn that yeah. on just to Prime, see this guy play. Prime time. Detroit <laughs> Mercy and Youngstown State is the is where we go with BJ's best this week because we might see not one but two all-time scoring records in men's basketball fall in the same calendar year. That's crazy. It really oh. is. It really is. So um you know it, even if he doesn't break the record drew you know what he's done he's number two all time nobody has ever gotten to this point beyond pistol pete maravich so mm-hmm. he can at least take solace with that but that is bj's best for this week wonderful like it like it i hope i remembered to turn that on tonight or if i have power to turn that on <laughs> then I, I watch uh that'd be dope I'll check it will that be out. yeah yeah. I mean, that's a good thing with ESPN Plus is that even if you don't, once you get power back, you can turn on and watch the game without kind of knowing what happens, see if he's able to do it. So. Right, because I definitely don't have that team's notifications on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, by gosh, 
Good stuff, PJ. Thank you. Uh, you guys that like basketball, you can get tuned into the NBA because it's time to bring that hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers like you can bet $5 to win $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's right, Drew. A lot of good action tonight. We talked about it a little bit earlier. I got the, you know, the Mavericks are the home favorites by three and a half. I don't know if that's, uh, you know, just trying to get a sucker's bet or what, but I've got the Sixers winning this game tonight. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm just a pessimist and, and I'm wrong, but I'm also trying to make some cash with some DraftKings bets. I also got the Clippers as a road favorite. Uh, against the Golden State Warriors. Looking at tomorrow's action, you've got the Celtics, who are double-digit favorites at home against the Nets, and I'm right there with them. And you've got the game on ESPN between the Grizzlies and the Nuggets, the top two teams in the West. Denver's a favorite, and Denver's going to win that game. And it's probably going to be a blowout, just like the last time that those teams faced off. Um, So... That's what I'm looking at this weekend. You've got some other games on Saturday and Sunday. Bucks against the Sixers on Saturday night should be a good one. I like Milwaukee in that game. I like Phoenix in Dallas on Sunday. Plus, I also like the Warriors on the road against the Lakers as well as the Knicks in Boston. I'm going to be a little bit gutsy here. I'm going with the Knicks to pull off the upset. They've been playing some really, really good hoops as of late. Uh, And and then I'm going to go with the Grizzlies taking down the Clippers of four big games on Sunday. You can bet on all of them. You can get yourself a no sweat, same game parlay for a limited time. Drew all new and existing customers can get one every single day. Here's what you do in order to do that. You go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. You opt in, you place a same game parlay on any NBA game. And if it does not hit, you'll get a bonus bet Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew, before we get going back in for some AU hoops action, because like you said earlier, you were there. We've got some images that you took. I know how talented of a photographer you are, and you got firsthand up close and personal look at some of the action on Sunday. But before we get into that, Drew, what is on your mind for this week's installment? Hmm. Well, BJ, a couple of things. One, just relatively brief because I had something else, but I wanted to mention it anyway. Maybe get more in-depth in another episode because we've got all month to talk about it, and that's Women's History Month. Shout out to all the ladies world round. This is your month for your recognition, uh, your contributions to society, you just being you, uh, and all the historic things that you have done over the course of our existence. Absolutely. Shout out to women worldwide. Uh, No, we got some dope moms. Shout out to them Mm -hmm. and just... Women's History Month in general wanted to put that at the forefront uh, today. Women. on Drew's mind. Yes, yes. Bet on women, uh, invest in women, pay women, all that. And um, what's also on my mind, and what caught my attention uh, <laughs> for the second time in recent weeks, Juju Smith-Schuster versus <laughs> AJ Brown. 
Get these guys this, some gloves. This again? Get these guys some gloves and let 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 AJ go to work on <laughs> Just let him go to work. Just when did it, when did NFL Twitter become NBA Twitter, Drew? Oh man, I don't know, but it's definitely getting interesting. All right, so there's a video that Juju Smith Schuster put out on social media along with a, a tweet alongside it. We're gonna watch this video together first. Okay. I'll share this with you. I'll share my screen. All right. And we'll just go I may, ahead. And go I may have this seen here. this one. Um, let's, yeah, let's watch it. Hey, Miss Parker. How you doing? Oh, bro. Oh, Filthy algorithms five. Tell me. Where are the files containing the algorithm? I put it somewhere. You'll never find it. Take them out. All right, now corners didn't even show up. Right? It's like we went to Jordan Peele's barber. All right, just take a look at Davis. Right? You pissed down your leg and you held him like a press conference. All right, just bring it back. <laughs> right? You pissed down your leg and you pulled him like a kick, though. And it wasn't even his fault. You know, I think it's funny how y'all coaches want to seem stressed now. Y'all wasn't making no alterations to the game plan. Y'all was just like a stiff man catching a twerk. Y'all ain't know how to adjust to the motion. And after Rihanna killed half like Thanos, they was using Juju more than Nigerians. Y'all ain't do nothing about it. Well, I guess it's safe to say we all dropped the ball then, huh? And I'm gone. I'll see y'all next year. Make sure y'all get my money right. I'm doing whatever he does. Sit your ass down, Davis. Damn, so this never would have happened if your mama was that corner. She couldn't hold on to a man if she tried. President, did the balloons work? No, look. Aquarius Jefferson Brown. Can we trust him? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Retrieve the boy. Um, before I get started, um, is the father currently here? He's not. Um, he is away on a business trip in China. Why is everything okay? Is it is it a girl or a boy? Well, see. That's the thing. Um, there seems to be a, a file encrypted near the prefrontal cortex of the baby's head. I put it somewhere. You'll never find it. Um, from what we can determine and uh, encode, it looks like you may be having a TikTok boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Juju. All that for that that line to pop up at the end. And I saw this on a <laughs> on, saw this on a tweet earlier today. It said AJ Brown wants smoke with Juju after he was mocking him. Jalen Hurts, James Badbury, and the entire Eagles uh, in that skit. Uh, AJ Brown responded on multiple platforms to Juju. Uh, let's see if we can tell which one is first. Yeah, yeah Twitter was first. Uh, went to Twitter and said, you really need to find you somebody else to play with. Tagging Juju Smith-Schuster. Don't let that ring get you beat the bleep up. Because I'm with all the dumb bleep. I'm not going to speak on it no more. Wow. And then he proceeded mm. to speak on it once more. Uh, <laughs> in Juju's Instagram <laughs> DMs. Said, I don't play them kids games. If you want to see me, I'm with it. 
You better go to Cabo and enjoy your ring and stop bleeping with me. Leave me off all your TikTok bleep bleep. Oh my goodness. You know, I know that Ooh. there was I know there was some outsourcing and, and some some actors hi, hi. hired so, so, for, so, for some hi. of that, but so, Drew, did you get the sense that Juju when he's done playing football might start making some movies? I mean, that was a pretty ingenious think, uh, original script there. I mean, he might just stay on TikTok, frankly, like the rest, <laughs> well, like the rest of them. I don't know. There's make, some make, better. Make it, there's some better creators on there that better get calls before Juju Smith-Schuster. Make make a make a TikTok movie or whatever. Yeah, well, oh, I was just thinking. Goodness. I was thinking of one of the sounds that was on TikTok. It definitely not some of the ones I've seen right, lately because it's been altered. But uh, one that is, it's a fighting sound. Us 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 us. Anybody who listens right now, they're watching TikTok. Don't know what I'm talking about, but uh, oh my goodness. but yeah, a little goofy little skit now. But uh, uh, AJ and Juju, I think at this point, AJ just got to show up to his house because Juju's not going to reply. He's just going to make another skit and Probably. piss him off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over under uh, one and a half skits total for Juju. Oh, definitely. I'm taking the over. One and a half seems criminally low. Okay. I mean, especially if you're already half, counting this one. One and a half more skits for Juju. Still over. Still Dang, over. Dang, so two I, more skits it's, for sure? It, it, no it's, no I, I way think, he I, makes it to a third I, skit. Look, no look, way. look. He, I he, mean, here's the thing, though. We're we're not even a month removed from the the meme that was tweeted out and then the whole what prompted, you know, with TikTok boy. And then we get, you know, two weeks later, essentially, we get uh, the, the response. So he, he put together, you know, a couple minute long, like dramatic video. It probably took that skit. long to come up with it and, and uh, get it performed. He probably started yeah. immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I <laughs> bet he last did. Argument. And it was like, hey, because that, that other dude is on TikTok. I guess he might have already made his and then just collaborated with him for the rest yeah. of it. Or something, but uh, yeah, he was definitely planning that as soon as AJ said something the first time. So. Oh yeah, we're we're I mean we're we're still like you know we we could have two more skits before the NFL draft. You I'm know gonna I'm gonna take the... the under. I'm gonna take the under because if he does one more, then AJ is just gonna kill him. He's gonna be at his house beating him up. Wherever I, he's I don't at. think I don't think it'll come to that. I, I think the... I, I bet you if he makes one more, we see uh, we see some video later on after of AJ when he uh, catches Juju in person. He's going to go. He's going to go. He's going to go. I think I wonder, he's, I think he's I about how, it because he's like, quit playing with me. Just take your ring and shut up. Be good. I wonder, be I wonder how much is contrived, though, because, I mean, you know, there's 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 certain, you know, levels of, of these guys do let's, get let's, along let's, to a certain let's, let's, extent, you know, with with each other because they're all part of the, the NFL brotherhood or anything like that. I don't know if it's contrived, but it sure is interesting. If, if something, if something's going to develop in terms of a rivalry there, uh, you know, then uh, I'm very intrigued to see where it goes. I don't know here. about rivalry. AJ would be offended. You said that we're going <laughs> to send him this clip, Like, they're going to have a rivalry with Juju. I, I don't think he has enough care. I'm I'm not Juju. I'm not saying this. I don't think he's going to care what this guy has to say about it. Yeah, he doesn't care what Juju has to say either, but he wants to fight him because he's talking. Well, I was going to say he, he cares a little bit more than, than he, he lets on that he, he doesn't care because otherwise he would have, you know, he wouldn't have even paid any attention to the silly little skit. True. So. True. And uh, that's what's on Drew's mind. 
Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. That was a well worth a laugh. I'm telling you, I, <laughs> I have seen that. I, I got a good chuckle out of that again, though. Um, yeah. All right. So last weekend was week one of AU Athletes Unlimited's Pro Hoop Return here in Dallas at the Fair Park Center. Uh, and you were there on Sunday, got some good action shots. We'll be showing them throughout here as we talk about it. But kind of what what stood out to you? as we, you know, kind of look through some of these games, what, what, what was your impressions and, you know, what are you looking forward to here in, in week two? Uh, what stood out to me was just the, uh, the energy of everybody there. You know, it's almost like, you know, and, and realistically some people are, some people are kind of playing for, uh, you know, a chance to, to be at training camp and things like that, like where their new deal is going to be. It was kind of a, you know, a thing for some players last year, Taj Cole got a camp contract, uh, Lexi Brown got a new team from her performance in AU. Uh, you know, Izzy had a big year last year, was Defensive Player of the Year, and that showed in her defensive uh, prowess on the court this past season. And, you know, everybody's just getting to show their stuff out here. Uh, it, it's been good to see. I've only got to see one day, and you know, I've watched some on uh, League Pass and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. So I've gotten to see a good bit of games. Um so there's a lot of players who are really showing out that uh, are doing a little bit more than, than you would expect them to, and some players not doing as much as you'd expect them to. Odyssey Sims being one of those that's doing a whole lot uh, and, and leading in the points total right now with uh, 2,128, and uh, her team's only got one loss, and that was to Izzy's team, I believe, in the first uh, game of the season. And, you know, that yeah. Izzy's team went undefeated in week one, and uh, – odyssey and them got revenge last night so uh, it, it's been really fun and some players you know that i didn't get to see you know a ton of during the season where whether it be me missing their actual games or them just not getting as much playing time because they playing behind superstars kirsten bell has been uh fun to watch um getting to see uh teresa Plaisance again former dallas wing a lot of former dallas wings out there as well as current current dallas wing veronica burton out there playing as well uh, and getting in her groove because she's going to be the main point guard this year uh, more than likely unless unless <laughs> unless they surprise us and uh, start dominant point guard and have Veronica come off the bench um, but yeah some work out there people like Crystal Bradford who are, who are playing really well out there uh, going into yesterday's game she was averaging 17 and 13 I think uh, the only real uh, thing that's been you know bugging her as she's been going along is the free throws as a as a as they've said on the broadcast but she's 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 a dog out there for real i mean uh as soon as she can knock down a free throw i mean like hello teams but i mean they should be they should be looking at it anyway she'll be able to get down free throws i mean people people have a little bit of off off nights every now and then i mean it's not a big thing she provides a whole lot uh to a team aside from you know the free throw line where um and a lot of other players in this league, you know, the Courtney Williams of the world, Asia Clarendon, uh, Jordan Canada in this as well. So it's just been fun to get to see these ballers uh, up close and personal uh, outside the season. Because, I mean, sometimes, you you know, you just you don't get to catch everybody's game. And, you know, especially if you're let's, let's just say you're a Dallas Wings fan. It's just a one track fan. You only watch Wings games. You don't get to see, you know, Kelsey Mitchell balling out at AU. You don't get to see Odyssey Sims and Alyssa Smith. Things yeah. like that. So it's been good to, to see these mixes and the way they draft uh, in AU to shuffle up the teams each week. So 
how how players play with each other, you know, and how new teammates are playing with each other. Is he in uh, Courtney Williams, uh, Lexi Hall, Kelsey Mitchell, Nalissa Smith, you know, out here? Uh, Kelsey and Nalissa on the same team right now. Uh, so, you know, you get to see, you know, those fever, the fever teams, the sky teams, you know, out here getting uh, getting some extra time in together before the season begins. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been it's been really been really fun to watch. It's always good games, too. And yeah. uh, I like the uh, the point system that they've had. We've talked about before uh, that you get, you know, you can get points uh, on both ends of the floor. Um, whether offense and defensively, uh, so you don't have to just be scoring points to be contributing uh, a fair amount yeah. here. So uh, I think I think AU is awesome, and uh, especially for for anybody that's you know a player who's been in the league before that doesn't have a team, and this is where you want to show your stuff. You know, your coaches are going to be watching AU. Coaches are watching AU. Coaches are at AU. So. Yeah. This is where, like I said, you know, players like, you know, Lexi Brown, you know, found her new team last year, uh, probably in, in part because of AU. Um, Taj Cole got a chance at a training camp contract with the Sun last year because of AU. Uh, so a lot of things have happened because, you know, AU's been here for these players and they get extra looks and opportunity because it's about the it's about what they see. It's about what these coaches see out here on the tape, what they see in action against the competition that they're going to be playing during the season. Like, yeah, there's a lot of dynamic college players out here and uh, there's some good ones coming out in the draft. But how do you fare against the players that you're going to be playing all summer long? And you can see that uh, in, in, in AU. College players don't get that because they're still playing in college right now. So they don't get to play AU and test their skills against WNBA players before they start their first season. But, you know, second, you know, going into second year, players like Veronica Burton and things like that, I think this is a good a, a good place to slide into to get you some more reps and get used to the bigger role that you'll be having in this season. And like I said, um, the thought coming into it is that Veronica is going to be the starting point guard because she's actually a point guard. And yeah. the diamond will probably come off the bench, but – who knows how much in the mix they're going to want that to be. Maybe Diamond is the point, and, you know, Veronica is the first one to come off of the bench and take her uh, take her spot and come in. So I don't, I don't know what they plan to do uh, as far as that goes. We'll see. Still got time to tell in that regard, and they still got players to draft and maybe some things to shuffle around. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, Vita, you got to make yourself out to AU at some point, man. We got I know. Three I more was, weeks of it after this. I mean, you got you got time, man. I do. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe too. maybe we can uh, maybe we can get out there next weekend, perhaps. Um, so with everything going on last weekend, obviously last night's results, Nelissa Smith's team you mentioned got the win, 86-84 over Izzy's team, and then Odyssey Sims's squad winners, 90 to 84 over Team Hillman. Now you get Izzy versus Team Hillman tomorrow, as well as Nalissa Smith and Odyssey Sims' squads squaring off and, and other action on Saturday as well. What are you looking forward to from the rest of this weekend over at the, the Fair Park Coliseum? Um, I'll be looking to continue to see, you know, players show up and show out. Um, the players at the top, you know, seeing if they can stay there. Players like Kelsey Mitchell, see if she can – and rise or not but i'm i'm just kind of i'm not really looking for anything in specific i'm just okay. I'm, I'm enjoying basketball in general you know sometimes when you're out there taking uh photos you get kind of lost and you know just you know making sure you get 
a proper image instead good of shot, watching yeah. the game. So um, I try to get a good balance of that. You know, uh, when I'm not there, I'm definitely tuning in. But, you know, get a little bit of both while you're there as well. But just to see how these players progressed over the years and, and just see how their games have uh, changed or not over over the, over time and see what players that I don't know about uh, could possibly contribute in the WNBA. So, I mean, there's a number in here that I, I don't know a ton about. But, you know, that I feel like could contribute to uh, a WNBA roster or have the chance to, uh, you know. So, yeah, still plenty of time left. There's multiple weeks um, and, and a lot could shuffle around with with how things are going right now. But um, I like it. I like absolutely. The, I like the league. And it's been it's been great to see, uh, you know, Izzy and all the former Wings players that I know out there. Alicia Gray, mm-hmm. Teresa Plaisance. And uh, oh my goodness, I'm missing one. Teresa plays science and uh, name is escaping. Veronica. Well, she's a current wing. I thought I had another yeah. uh, former wing out there, but that's probably it. But yeah, it's it's just good to see all those all those current and formers from over mm-hmm. the years that you know you've been in the locker rooms with. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned shuffling around. Here's the the top ten so far with with a couple games each remaining this weekend. Odyssey Sims is your leading point totaler with 21-28. She is joined uh, in second with by Nelissa Smith, who's got 20-42, and Izzy is third with 20-23. Huh, that's appropriate, wouldn't you say, Drew? They're the only three players that so far are over that 2,000 total point threshold. The rest of the top five, Lexi Holes at in fourth with 18.25. Kelsey Mitchell just a smidge behind at 18.17 in fifth. Naz Hillman is sixth at 16.05. Avina Westbrook is seventh with 15.64. Kirsten Bell at 15.17 comes in at eighth. Teresa Plaisance at ninth with 14.87. And Jordan Canada rounds out the top ten with 13.97. So, it's been a lot of good play so far this weekend or the past couple of games you saw last night, a couple of, you know, two possession at, at least, you know, uh, losses. No, no more so than that, I should say. Uh, and then last weekend, a lot of good solid action uh, with more expected this weekend as well. So it's, it should be fun. Uh, you're going to be there uh, just Saturday or you're going to be trying to make it out there tomorrow as well. Uh, I won't be able to make it out there tomorrow. I got uh, some other business to tend to, but Saturday, hopefully I'll make it back out there. I wish they'd have kept the games on those Sundays. I like coming up there on, yeah. on that Sunday, but uh, the rest of the season looks like it's going to be Wednesday games, Friday and Saturday games. Yeah, so understandable. That's what you're looking at. I think that that kind of, you know, I, I think you get to, you know, a little less competition on some of those days now. With, with a couple different tournaments starting up, you know, here in the next couple of weeks and Fridays and Saturdays will definitely be, um, you know, there'll, there'll definitely be some competition, but Wednesday should be able to, to get a lot of eyeballs on, on some of those games as well. So, yeah. And welcome in uh, carbon and cam in here. Appreciate you guys uh, hopping in. Forgot to uh, mention that just a second ago, but yeah. AU hoops. If you guys are not watching you guys in the chat, make sure you guys, Check it out. Uh, you know, it's shared on uh, my social medias and on the lowdowns. Um, Athletes Unlimited um, playing on League Pass. So if you're if you're a person that's already got it, check that out. 
Uh, if you got um, CBS Sports Network, that'll come on mm-hmm. on Saturdays. Um, I believe those are the uh, ones that'll play on CBS Sports Network. So there's chances to check it out. So if you can, do it. Do it. Do yeah, it. I was going to say this weekend it looks like uh, – well, it doesn't look like they have any on on CBS yet. There might, that might change, but it's not listed on CBS SN uh, on Saturday. Ah, but. okay. Yeah, it looks like this is going to be League Pass probably – Still for yeah, these, league, league yeah, every, everything league pass. Let's see, when yeah. is the next CBS Sports Network game? Is there another one? Ooh, uh, doesn't look yeah, like you it gotta actually. wait until the 15th. That's week four, yeah. Week four, week four, you don't get it, and that's yeah, those games start at six central. And then, Sounds good. definitely worth gonna be worth watching too. And then the very last day uh, of games is on. Or one of them is on CBS Sports Network, the first one. Okay. So just keep an eye on, uh, you know, Athletes Unlimited social medias and uh, see when those games are going to be at for for those that uh, do want to check those out. But, uh, yeah, time uh, for some with it or quit it, BJ. Yes, sir. You got the fresh new notebook that we get to debut this week, don't you? Well, I didn't end up getting the notebook I wanted to get, so I just – I'm borrowing. I'm using one that I had laying around. This is not my okay. official one. It's not the soon, official. I will soon transfer these words onto the official one when I get the. Official Sounds one. good. Sounds good. <laughs> I've got a temp notebook. Temp a notebook. temporary yeah. notebook is better than no notebook. All right. The other legendary one is right here. All right. Let's get it going. Number one. I'm with it or quit it. The Texas Rangers, BJ, in, in spring training right now. You know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those yeah. Texas Rangers. Do you believe that those Texas Rangers will make the playoffs this season? With it or quit it? Mm. They definitely improved a lot over the offseason. They've got mm-hmm. a lot of pitching depth, especially mm-hmm. in the rotation. Mm-hmm. You know, the question is going to be the bullpen. I think that they've added some mm-hmm. some good pieces. Maybe there's some some youth coming in for the team. I'm still gonna say quit it though. Ooh, dang! It, though. I'm Try I'm hoping it. I'm wrong, but I'd like to I'd like to see them improve and and be around 500, maybe even get above 500. But I mean, you're talking about in in the American League West alone, you've got the defending World Series champions. You've got Seattle Mariners, who are a team that won 90 plus games last year, last two seasons, in fact, Drew. You've got two of the best players in the game on the same team in Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Now, obviously, there's some issues, and they always seem to never live up to that potential, but that doesn't mean that they're not talented and they couldn't win some games if they stay healthy. It's a tough sledding to to get one of those six spots. I'm going to say quit it. I'm hoping I'm wrong. Let them prove me wrong, and and we can laugh about how stupid I was back in, in, uh, in February or March when when we revisit this in, in October. <laughs> we How's shall that? see. Let's go Rangers. Hello, Wind Let's call. go Rangers, indeed. Number two. Athletes Unlimited Hoops, BJ, that we just got done talking about not too long ago, mm-hmm. should stay on WNBA League Pass moving forward with it or quit it. Can I make an addendum, or do I just have to answer the question as is? Just got to answer the question as is. Okay. I, I'll i say with it, but I'd also like to see 
more of a national presence. I, I know that maybe that's something they're working out with their media partners. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it's not just CBS Sports Network, you know, going forward. I'd like to see if maybe, you know, I, I, I get it. This time of year, there's a lot going on and it's tough to trying to kind of get that national presence. Uh, maybe maybe there's some way that, you know, NBA TV could could show some some games, uh, you know, either on tape delay or, or something like that. I know they won't. I don't even show they, vintage W games. They've shown some some W, but not vintage W. Oh, so yeah. I don't, I don't know if, if but I I want to I want to see more, you know, of, of a you know enhancement in terms of what where we get you know more options available as opposed to just seemingly being league pass. Especially Drew, because you saw how many times they're listed as being a part of of uh, Bally. You know, uh, I don't know how long Bally's going to be able to sustain that. And so I don't know what's going to happen with all of the things that Bally has rights to. They're going to have to figure something else out as an back to Fox. But I'm Fox Sports Southwest coming back, baby. Come on. Perhaps if if, that's more of a Disney. Well, that that that'd be a Disney thing. Disney didn't want the regional sports. So. Well. We'll Something's coming that's not Bally, and it could be anything could be better than Bally. Okay. 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 But yeah, I mean, I didn't mean yeah. just like straight up on League Pass, because I mean, if you're not a WNBA fan that already has League Pass from the previous season, you're screwed. Yeah. You're screwed. Yeah. Unless you want to go ahead and buy League Pass yep. super early, which, I mean, that's on you. But, um, but yeah, I mean, always add the national games with it. So anybody who was a fan last year, you know, luckily gets to, you know, utilize it for free this year and, and that way. And if you if you didn't have League Pass or you're new to the league, you can catch it whenever you can when it's on those when it's on that national network. Yeah. All right. Number three. And I think you already answered this. But I got a little bit more specific. OK, the Dallas Mavericks will not fire Jason Kidd at all with it or quit it. At all, meaning this he, season or at all, like he's going to coach until the, he, he dies? He is the coach of the future for the Dallas Mavericks <sighs> to lead Kyrie and Luka to a championship. I don't know if, if he's going to – I'm going to say quit it. I, I don't think that he's got that same kind of – you know, I, I'm not saying that he's not respected or anything like that. But you're talking about, you know, this is Jason Kidd who's come in after Rick Carlisle, led the Mavericks to their only title, had a long career, and, and finally it just – they realized, you know, somebody else needed to come in to, you know, help utilize and get the most out of Luka Doncic. I don't know if, if that's, you know, if, if Jason Kidd has gotten himself that level of, you know, of, of coaching that he's got that kind of security. I mean, you know, when, when Dirk and, and Kidd and, and those guys initially were coming up, they had Avery Johnson, even Avery Johnson left and they had to get Rick Carlisle in place. So I, I think, I think Kidd is not in danger of losing his job anytime soon. But I'm I'm not mm. saying he's the coach of the future, so I'm gonna say quit it Ooh. with with you know that in mind. But I I think in in five years time, I think he is more likely than not to still be here in five years. But beyond that, wow, I don't think so. 
Okay, so you think we've got Jason Kidd locked in for the next five years. Okay. I think I, I'm not saying I think he's locked in for the next five. I think it's more likely than not that he'll be here in five years. Yeah. Though. Okay, BJ. Unless they just if, could have a significant collapse or something that if the we Mavericks don't want. if the Mavericks lose in six or less in the first round of the playoffs, do you fire Jason Kidd after the season? No. Okay. No. All right. No. Number four. Whataburger spicy ketchup Mm-mm. is the best ketchup in the world. Quit it or quit it. Maybe this is a little bit bold, but I I really don't care for the the spicy ketchup. I like the fancy ketchup a little bit better. Wow. I just it's not really? that I don't like the. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna almost. say quit it. I, I, I almost I don't, made it spicy versus fancy, but I didn't know how you felt. About yeah, it. I was going to say, I, it's not that I don't, you know, I can't do spice or anything. I just don't like the taste of it. I'd rather have just the regular <sighs> ketchup taste as opposed to I spicy see, ketchup taste. I don't even eat regular ketchup anymore. Well, I take that back. I mean, if I get a burger from somewhere, they're putting, that's not what a burger, they're putting regular ketchup on there. Yeah. But by choice, spicy ketchup has been in my fridge ever since I have lived in this place. So almost, for a year and a half, almost. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Well, I think it's the best ketchup, BJ. Take that. Well, I, all right. I mean, to each his own. Like I said, it, yeah. it's, this is, you know, if I, if I had asked you a question, you would have been with it. This is why you asked me the question. That's right. Number five. The nickname. The legendary nickname, as everybody knows. Black Mamba. Is a better nickname than the one that Jason Williams has as White Chocolate. With it or quit it? Oh, yeah. I'm 100% with it. I like like both. I like both. But, I mean, when you're talking about you know, what kind of personality Kobe Bryant was, his Black Mamba nickname was perfectly suited for him. It, it, you know, Kobe was the kind of player that struck fear. And, you know, I mean, when he was out there on the court, you never knew when he was going to pop off and go for 50 or, or 60 or even 81 like he did, you know, 15 plus years ago now. Uh, I think that's one of the best, if not the best basketball nickname we may ever see. So I'm, I'm right there saying that that's better than, white chocolate even though i like that one too i I think that's one of the best nicknames you know ever given out in the league yeah all right well bj that is with it or quit it yeah drew and that's this episode is it not that's the episode ladies and gentlemen episode 26 is complete and we would not be complete without telling you to go get your merch from t public and fanatics when you go on to Public, ladies and gentlemen, it is not sale time. So you have to get a certain amount ordered price-wise, $80 or more, and you can get that shipped free to you. And trust me, you want that free shipping because if you get, let's say, some stickers and a T-shirt, they're shipping that separately. One is coming in your mailbox just like your regular mail. Then the other one is coming in package form. So you want that free shipping. Instead of having to pay for two different items to be shipped. So when you are shopping, even though a sale is not going, you can still win, ladies and gentlemen, with free shipping like that on TeePub. 
Absolutely, Drew. And over on Fanatics, they've got a clearance sale going on right now. You can get up to 70% off. Plus, you can get free U.S. shipping on orders over $34. So take advantage of the free shipping over here, just like you would at TeePublic by using that code 34SHIP, 34SHIP. You know, a lot of teams are locking in their conference championships across the NCAA conference tournaments either have started or are going to start across the, you know, the, the land here in the next week or so. We'll be diving all of that on the show, but there's merch you can get available now on Fanatics, Drew, if you would like to get, and you can look at some, maybe some St. Patrick's Day deals coming up, spring training for MLB. There's a lot of stuff in store that you can find over on Fanatics if you care to so just look in the description for our link and get you some shopping done just in time for all the march madness yes and when you shop with fanatics with us it helps us continue making this content for you guys so think of us when you shop at fanatics and shop with the lowdown ladies and gentlemen like bj said earlier that's the end of this episode especially officially now uh, you can go follow us on social media, though, at the underscore lowdown. That's T-H-A underscore lowdown on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. And without further ado, we will see you guys once again next week for our 27th edition of The Lowdown. Kyrie. <laughs>